Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're talking about season two, episode 16. Be careful what you wish for. I always am. You have to be very specific when you wish for things. How often are you wishing for things? All the time. Like, um, whenever it's 11, 11, mm-hmm, make a wish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So twice a day, um, twice a day, at least once a year on my birthday, when I blow out a candle, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just random times throughout the day, I, ch- I test it out. I don't have anything to lose. So just wishing and hoping all day long. <laughs> you really, you know what? That's a good point. You really don't have anything to, well, no, I guess like liar, liar. Ooh. That was a wish. That's true. Wow. Great film. Big responsibility. This episode first aired March 3rd, 1999. The Netflix episode summary says, Dawson's surprise 16th birthday party goes awry when he and Andy show up drunk. Written by Heidi Ferrer, who unfortunately passed away this year and directed by David Semmel. Cold open. Got Dawson turning 16. And uh, just like me waking up, on any morning of any year, this dude is freaking out. Um, I agree on all the counts of self-loathing. I mean, he's never been so self-aware. No, never. He says he's about to be 16 and he's still Dawson, the same whiny adolescent, big talking, little doing loser he was a year ago. He he gets himself. Yeah, he gets it. We're all just like, yeah, dude, we've been watching. Yeah, we're all caught up. And who didn't hate themselves when they were 16? Oof, I don't know, but I know I probably was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, 16-year-old Kim and Zaz. Aw. Mm. Um, Dawson says that the only thing he accomplished was realizing he was in love with Joey, who proceeded to dump him for a gay guy. Dawson does not understand this breakup. Yeah, his self-awareness ends there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, only, I guess, self-awareness. That's why it's called self-awareness. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. Um, then he says, can we talk about this whole gay man, straight woman thing? And I don't get it. Like, that's literally all he says. So is he saying that he wants to talk about why gay men are friends with straight women or, like, why people are friends with people? Is that what he's... Tra- I don't understand what he's trying to say here. I don't know. This whole post-Jack coming out is so poorly handled on this show mostly because of the time period 1999 people didn't really quite understand the sensitivity i guess or quite understand how to just talk about it and normalize it so like it's all just very like a gay guy she dumps me for a gig it's like shut up yeah there's a lot of this and i will say that it gets through the season it does get better and more respectful and just is handled a lot better but this first post coming out episode oh my god rough when it comes to jack it is rough it makes you really want to cringe yeah yeah um but we'll get into everyone's obsession with jack's hair um Um, pacey because dawson is obviously freaking out to pacey um pacey says that he needs to stop looking to movies for the answers he needs to actually figure out what he wants, and then get it. Um, and then Dawson says that Joey is the answer. Shocking. I know that I was like, what? Do you want Joey back? 
Here we go with the Joey Dawson love saga again. <laughs> it never, it never ends. And then <laughs> the cold open ends with Dawson leaving the room and leaving Pacey, the guy he called and invited over at 11.59 p.m., like alone in his Aww. own bedroom. Dawson was like, okay, bye. Thanks for coming over. See ya. It's like, so- where are you going? To drink some warm milk or something? Like, where are you going, Dawson? <laughs> some warm milk. That never worked for me. I don't think I've ever tried it. What? Oh, I used to have such sleeping problems that I tried literally everything. Interesting. I never tried it. But you know what I did have, like, as a youth? Was milk and bananas. Like, bananas Cut up in the milk, yeah. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that before. That sounds so bizarre. It's like it sounds, banana it sounds cereal. Disgusting. Yeah. It's banana cereal. Yeah. With sugar. Oh my God. <laughs> what happens Checks after the cold right. open? <laughs> Mr. Manmeat. Oh, Mr. Manmeat Ooh. is back in the uh, Leary House of Birthdays. And he is cooking Brecky, baby. Oh my God. Do you, mm-hmm. you enjoy mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Anything. He can do anything. He can murder? And he probably do it with a shirt off and I'll still find it sassy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mr. Man meets cooking breakfast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, as Dawson eats his breakfast, Mitch and Gail talk birthday presents. And it's very awkward. Everything with them is awkward. Can you just get back together already or just do it on the kitchen table again? I think you want one of those more than the other one. <laughs> yes. You just love love. I do love love. <laughs> I mean, so many people don't love love. Oh, I hate it. Ugh. I know. That's what makes me so unique. Yeah, you really are. You're a, a unique little butterfly. Aw. Yeah. Gail tells Mitch that it's too late for the conversation about birthday presents, which, yeah, it's literally his birthday. Like uh-huh. You can't talk about this uh-huh. uh, before. But then also, Gail getting Dawson a car. For his birthday, which maybe that should have been a conversation before, too. A little, like them. someone should have been clued in on that idea. Yeah. Uh, and then we learned that Mitch has put his scuba restaurant on the back burner, which is a real significant bummer to the culinary arts. Uh-huh. And the scuba community. Yeah, yeah. Because now where are they going to go to eat? I don't know. All these servers have been like training for this job by wearing scuba gear on dry land. Oh my goodness. Amateurs. Idiots. Uh, Now he's going to start subbing at a high school, which is a classic money-making scheme. Oh yeah. Sub. (laughs) Subbing at a high school. I wonder which one. Who knows? We'll find out later. I imagine somewhere far away. (laughs) I imagine somewhere in 45 minutes when we press next episode. (laughs) Uh, At the ice house, Pacey and Joey are planning a little surprise party for Dawson. And who else is there to help plan? Did you happen to notice anybody else? The gay guy? No. Oh. (laughs) Abu! Oh my God, I have really been sleeping on Danny G lately. Yeah, Danny G was like, oh, a party. Here I am. (laughs) Boop, boop. Bloop. That's a dip in. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Joey says she's nervous because she's never planned a surprise birthday before. And then Jack enters and it's very awkward because I guess they're not 
talking? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. know. And also, I think that Joey and Jack might be co-owners of the Ice House now. Yeah. They're the only employees there ever. (laughs) Day and night. Oh, my goodness. Uh, And then speaking of, I don't know, nothing and things we hate, Abby. Abby with her hot mess express of a hairdo. What is that? (laughs) It was giving me life, though, because I love seeing her look stupid. Her hair... She has not had a good hair day the entire time that she's been on the show. It's like, and no offense to the hair crew, but they were like, what's the most 90s ridiculous or early 2000s ridiculous way we can make this girl look? And they're like, no, this is perfect. We nailed it. We got it covered. Check that off. Um, Cut, print, check. (laughs) Send her. She's ready to go to set. Just hang back in your trailer. Let the ADs know you're ready. Uh, let's get Katie in here. You're working on the tendrils. I'll take care of the half thingy, you know, where it's half up, half down. Uh-huh. And uh, I think we're good for the day. I loved your dedication to that bit. Thank you. In the middle, I was like, do I keep going? And then I was like, own it. Just go. Do it. Yeah. Just, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> nothing That's to lose. the theme of this episode. We got nothing to lose. Theme of my life. So yeah. I can just try it. You got nothing to lose. The theme of my life is just keep wishing for stuff. Oh, until you're happy. And how's it going? Not great. Okay, cool. So, um, Abby is there with her friends. <laughs> also equally shitty. Um, one of them asks if Jack's quote that guy, because apparently he is the only person to ever come out at Cape side, which I do believe actually. Yeah. I mean, Oh wait, no, the teacher, Mr. Gold season uh, one. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he's gone. You can only have one gay person on a show at a time. And he was an adult. Like, even when I was in high school two years ago, (laughs) just kidding, (laughs) a long time ago, um, no one was really, I can maybe count on one hand the openly gay students we had because you just, it wasn't time. Yeah, that's true. We didn't really have a lot. So I believe that he's probably the only openly gay person that a lot of these kids know. And they're not handling it very well. No. So... A significant bummer for a lot of people that probably saw Jack and they were like, maybe, uh, uh, mm -mm. (laughs) not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Give it a couple more episodes, see how the rest of the uh, cast does with this guy. And then I'll think about coming out myself, you know? True, 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 true. Um, They make some very cool comments, by the way, about um, Abby saying like Jack being gay is a waste because he's such a babe, which is very gross on Abby's Mm. behalf. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack calls Abby Satan, but she tells him that, yes, she was um, different in the past, but now she's a good person. Why? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know, Abby. You got to walk the walk instead of just talk the talk. Yeah. Well, she was on the news. Aha. She did that news story. Maybe that's it. Before she got kicked out of the house. Oh, yeah. And then slept on the porch. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Abby. (laughs) Um, at Andy's therapy session, Andy's therapist asks her, um, what she wants for herself, not to like, not think about anybody else. Just what do you want for yourself? And Andy says that she wishes she could become someone who, um, doesn't care about what anybody else thinks of them. I wouldn't know what that's like, but that sounds neat. I guess. But that's also not thinking of other people. I mean, that's not thinking of only herself. She cares what other people think of her. Yeah. Andy, keep seeing this therapist. Yeah. Uh, Andy's therapist prescribes her one night of imperfection. 
but no drugs. Oh, Heaven man. forbid. Not e- no, not even fun drugs. Like no, like Xanax. You mean Xanax? Xanax. No Xanax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no two hundred milligrams of Xanax. If my therapist ever prescribed me with one night of imperfection, I'd be like, pick a night in the past thirty-three years, and that could be it. <laughs> I'll just clock that one in. If my therapist, hang on, if I ever went to therapy because mm. I was smart enough to do it, and then my therapist prescribed me something like this, I'd be like, I think I'm, I think you're not the therapist for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, back at the ice house, Bess is back. Nice of her to show up. She's rolled in. She takes her shifts wherever. Whenever, wherever. She's got a baby. Yeah. And, you know. We don't know where Brody is, so. Bodie. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. We have nothing left to lose. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Joy says that she, or Bess tells her that um, she should leave work early to get ready for Dawson's party because Bess does not care about business hours. She's just like, whatever, you should go. Um, And Joy says that she has no one to get dressed up for. She's single and has turned Jack off of women completely. Oh, my God. Way to make it about you, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Um, Best tells her to concentrate on herself. The theme of this episode is don't care about what anybody else thinks of you. And that's how you should think about other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. She reminds Joey, which is a good reminder because I think that Joey forgot that the point of breaking up with Dawson in the first place was that she wanted to be an artist. She's already an exceptional artist, so she could get back together with Dawson, I guess, if she wanted to. Mm -hmm. But that was the point. So she should, you know, do that. Do it, Joey. And then on that, the birthday boy is there to walk her home because he wants her back now, shockingly. Eye roll. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of eye rolls, Jen ties back in the game. Why is she still hanging out with this homophobe? I don't know. And I feel like I wish there would have been more in the previous episode to prepare us for him being in this episode. Yeah, he kind of still comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, you're still a thing? Jeez. Yeah. I mean, sorry, Eddie, but like, what's going on? We do love Eddie. (laughs) Eddie. Um, Eddie. Uh, But yeah, so ties back, baby. But as we know from our conversation with Eddie, last. Not for long. Yeah. Um, on the docks, Dawson's out there shooting a shot. He tells Joey that he wants her back I, again. Like this, you've done this already. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess keep doing it in a different I mean, way. Dawson, so dramatic, putting all this pressure on Joey. You're 16. It's so unfair to her to be like the end game is you and me. Like, I think she might have a different opinion, judging yeah. by how you guys aren't together. So, you live in a cool small it. town. You haven't met everybody yet. <laughs> when you meet more people, then you can start to think about what the end game yeah, is. You'll get it later on. Yeah. Way to the vey. Um, Joy reminds him that they broke up because she needs to focus on herself and on her tendrils. Uh, and her art. <laughs> Your art is the prettiest art of all the art. Oh. That's an office quote. Oh. My whole personality is just quoting the office at this point, so... 
Someone is on fire at Ramsey Park. <laughs> it's not from The Office, but that is such a good, such oh a solid God. button on such a great cold open. I love that you knew exactly what the line was. It was so great. <laughs> oh, God. So they have the little conversation and then Dawson leaves. The title of this episode is Dawson tricks someone into going somewhere. And then once they get there, he leaves. Yeah. He's done this he's, twice. He's At least he's consistent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, act two. While everyone gets ready for Dawson's surprise party, Pacey drives around a very grumpy Dawson in the cop like, car. Jeez, Dawson. At least Pacey remembered your birthday. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, Andy sits in the backseat and comments that it's like going to prison. Um, Dawson, Dawson says there are two types of prisons, the state regulated ones and the ones you're trapped in when your life is going nowhere. Dawson, My you are God. 16. Three fucking lakhs. Also, Three you forgot about private prisons. <laughs> Privately funded prisons. Duh. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Relax. Just chill out, man. Like, just fucking chill. No one needs a hit of a joint more than Dawson's Screek. Yeah. But also, it's, that's the last thing I want to see. I don't want to be around for it. Oh, yeah. Judging by how this episode turns out, I do not want to see Dawson under any influence Mm-mm. ever again. Nope. Spoiler. Um, spoiler alert for fun. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the idea that someone is watching with us, like <laughs> hits play on the episode as they're listening to us, but they're watching it for the first time. I'm listening. And they're pausing it when you say, and that's the act. And they're like, okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, shit. If you get drunk. If you guys do that, I love you for it. Yeah, I want to know. Who does that? We want to know. Yeah. Um, at Dawson's party, I, Abby's at the party. Why? Does Joey not understand that she is in charge? If she's throwing the party, she's in charge of that? Abby? Do you mean Abby? Abby. Andy is with yeah, Dawson yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Andy's with Dawson and Pacey. Abby is at the party. As Abby is at the party. For some reason, why do people keep inviting her to things? I don't know. Stupid. And then everyone's like fawning over Jack because he put gel in his hair. I mean, he looks great. Yeah, he looks great, but let's all like, you know, calm down. So I'll let the guy just like go through his life. I think the words... <laughs> I wish I nabbed you one sexual preference ago comes out of Abby's mouth, which is oh, oh. V, 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 bad, as the kids say. Maybe, you know, the older millennials say. No, I think the youths say it. I, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I would only really know from watching TikTok. I would only know. I mean, I work with youths. Youths? Yeah. I do too, because I realized recently that I am no longer like a part of the young people that I work with. I used, I've been so used to being like the young crew, but now I'm like, Oh no, I'm older. And yeah. uh, there's younger people who yeah. are like looking up to me and asking me like for advice. And I'm like, what? <laughs> My advice is be careful what you wish for roughly <laughs> twice a day, if not more. <laughs> Nightmares are dreams too. That's <laughs> I say that on the daily and everyone thinks it's so funny. And I'm like, I'm not joking. No, it's, it's real. That is a, um, that's a quote from our boss at Heart of Dixie. Living the dream. Really stuck life, with me. Nightmares are dreams too. <laughs> Hollywood, baby. Um, on this rewatch, I do think Eddie nailed his character. 
because like his description of his character from our interview, because I do think that Ty is a serial killer. We should just like be super lucky. He didn't go after Jen. Totally. He just like appears. So Jen goes to put a present on the table and he just like appears out of nowhere and then watches for a second before she even realizes he's there. He's he's very creepy. (laughs) Yeah. Which we Um, know. We know. We know. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a great guy. No. The character. Um, and then back with Dawson, Pacey, and Andy. <laughs> They're at a jazz club. Some 16-year-olds at a jazz club. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy is rocking so much body glitter. Oh, I believe yes. to this day, Meredith Monroe is still finding it like on her shoulders. Yep. It's so like on her chest and it's everywhere. It's so good. Oh God. You go, girl. Did you do body glitter? When, there was like a very brief period when I was like in maybe sixth or seventh grade where I used to put it on like my collarbones and chest like that, but mm-hmm. it was cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever did because I like wasn't cool and didn't understand about fashion, but now the idea of it is like abhorrent to me. Oh my God. Same. I would never allow any glitter into my house or car. <laughs> It was very sticky. It was like roll on and it was very oh. sticky. Yeah, it was gross. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, while Pacey's in the bathroom, Andy and Dawson order rum and Cokes at the jazz club where they're going for Dawson's 16th birthday party. 16th birthday party. Like <laughs> terrible jazz club. Terrible jazz club. Not even carding these people who look like they're 10. Clearly can't hold their liquor. I think if you run any type of establishment that sells alcohol, if somebody has body glitter, that's like clue number one. Don't even card them. Like there's mm-hmm. no, you don't need to card them. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> just, you're just like, you're young. Yeah. The answer is no, no. But no, this waitress is just like, yeah, sure. Rum and Coke. What kind of rum do you want? Yeah, whatever. And they're just like, uh, just give me whatever is good enough for a pirate. Like whatever. Uh, Bag of Dawson's. Abby finds Jack out on the porch and continues to be very inappropriate and gross. Um, Jack tells her that he doesn't like her. And Abby says, duh, no one does because she's an outcast and then welcomes Jack to the club. Then this bitch said that there's no such thing as gay. And that's just a label that people come up with for people who, quote, go both ways. She's like a problematic ally. Yeah, I mean semi-woke because she's kind of on the track of being like sexuality is fluid and you know what like the no one is fully straight or fully gay so like I can get down on that but she doesn't go about it the right way yeah and also just like doesn't respect his sexuality oh my god yeah in her comments of being like I'm totally here for you yeah she doesn't respect anything about him yeah no besides his hair or anybody. Yeah. Because so. she sucks. She sucks. And then while we're still trying to like process Abby's whole deal, um, Dawson and Andy get up on stage and sing the blues. I will never get this time back <laughs> of when I had to listen to this monstrosity. I had two thoughts. Did they write this before, like just prior to getting on stage? Because if not, they are exceptional songwriters. Yeah, that's true. 
And then the other thing I could think of the whole time was this quote that Ted Danson, I guess, like while they were shooting The Good Place, uh, just said, acting is really embarrassing. This is fucking mortifying. Yeah, sometimes watching people act is mortifying, like this moment. Mm -hmm. Wait, I do want to go back and point out that they, when they ordered their second drink, they were like, oh, these drinks were really... I don't think there was any liquor in this one. And then this waitress goes, oh yeah, I'll just tell the bartender to double up on the liquor. Like that is not how it works. Trust me, I've tried. But this is the dumbest waitress slash bartender in the history of (laughs) the world. Anyway, so now they're up on stage singing the blues. Uh, Faces just pouts the entire time, which I get because it's very annoying. It's very annoying and stupid and terrible. Yeah song oh but also uh, even though it's very embarrassing they're not like i don't know i would say just go with it for him like yeah uh, you're fine what for dawson not for pacey just like eh, it's annoying but maybe just go with it i mean there's nothing you can do to stop it and also they're the ones making fools of themselves so just sit yeah. back and watch man it'll be funny later you know what it's too bad there's no camera phones oh yes it's the only tragedy of the it's moment. True. Yeah, or it is. I guess at this time, phones. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 1999. Yeah, no, really, no one had phones. Dawson would have a phone because he's rich. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well, he doesn't true. have a couch on the yard, so I assume. That, that's true. But he yeah. doesn't have satellite TV with 200 Ooh, plus channels. That's true. So he's not a millionaire like Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris definitely has a phone. For sure. Nokia flip phone with snake on it, baby. <laughs> He's loving it. Mm. Oh my God. Okay, good. Ruth like climbed up and I was like, please do not get on my foot. Watch the last toe. Be careful of the toe. <laughs> She's over there now. <laughs> oh, Ruth. Oh, boy. Um, and then we're in act three. Uh, at Dawson's surprise party, Mitch brings up the car because he doesn't know how to read the room. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he thought Dawson's first car would be like a shitty old one like he had when he was 16 um, but that it wasn't really his decision in a very passive aggressive way um, Gail says that it seems like a, a thing a lot of things about their marriage are her decision lately except of course ooh. the decision over whether or not they should be married ooh ooh listen I love Mr. Man Me he's a catch obviously with his bulging biceps and dynamite areolas but he's a little bitchy. (laughs) And I'm like, my dude, you gotta pull it back. Go to therapy, something. Like you can't keep being like this as a grown adult. A hundred percent. Don't tell him I said that though. I won't. No, 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 no. I won't, I won't, I won't. Okay, okay. Don't worry. Um. Anyway, our guest today, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and then um, we get a, like, we see the explorer mm-hmm. with a red bow on top. Mm-hmm. And then what were you going to say? The Titanic hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The Titanic hand. Mm-hmm. With 16-year-olds. Yeah. Um, with Jen and Ty. Uh. And a very cringeworthy situation. Where Ty says they need to stop because he doesn't want to have premarital sex and then blames Jen for tempting him. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. 
cool vibe. Yeah, very cool vibe. Cool vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. I mean, she's respecting his lack of consent. Sure. She backs off, but then he's like, well, this is your fault. And she's like, oh, wait, what? I, 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 I just did the Titanic hands, though. <laughs> Nothing's my fault when I do the Titanic hands. <laughs> yeah. uh, Goodbye, Ty. And then back to Abby being the worst. Um, Abby and Jack head up to Dawson's bedroom to bond. I have never trusted Abby less than this episode. Jack, please have better judgment here. No, you're not gonna? Okay, cool. Yeah. But he's confused. He's going through a weird time. And Abby, Abby should be the one who's blamed for tempting. I mean, we all, she is. She is. Yeah. So I think we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God, I can't believe that he even went into the room. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Don't go with her. You don't like her. You've already said it. You've already said it. (laughs) Um... That uh, Dawson or Abby and Jack thing is like the least of the party's concern, though, because who's here? A very drunk Dawson and a very drunk Andy Mm -hmm. and a very pissed Pacey. Um, Understandably so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then Joey takes Dawson up to his room so he can hide from his parents. And Abby is taking advantage of Jack in the bedroom. Mm. God, Joey walks in on it. It's such a mess. Dawson just starts cracking up, which like (laughs) I would too if I were him. Yeah. That's pretty funny. But Mm. oh God, what a nightmare. Live your (laughs) dreams, kids. Live your dreams. But be careful what you wish for. Because nightmares are dreams too. Yep. Write that down, kids. We're very wise, (laughs) you guys. Yeah, we've really lived. Trust us. (laughs) um abby proclaims that jack is not gay anymore and jack says that's how it works he's never been gayer (laughs) i did like that jack was like no i've never been more gay (laughs) more gay than ever (laughs) oh god mic drop bye uh then it's cake time dawson starts making his wishes out loud which now they'll never come true (laughs) the duh everyone knows that's the rules of wishes idiot uh these are his wishes he wishes that his mom never slept with soft bebop uh that mr manmeat would stop talking about getting a job and actually get one which where's your job dos yeah i was working when i was 16 i was yeah i was too yeah well no one's gonna fact check it so i would just say yeah yeah, I worked one whole week at a water park and then I quit. So, yeah, I was working, Dawson. I was a working woman. <laughs> he wishes that his parents would stop fighting, that Dawson would stop pretending to be the good guy. This is so mean. And get back to what he does best. Make Dawson feel good about his life by having a worse one. Yikes. Yeah. He wants to party with Jen and her drunk ass. He calls out Jack and says that he's starring in his own version of in and out what does that mean? Do you remember that movie In and Out? It was like no. about a. Um, I haven't seen it in so long. I cannot imagine it holds up. But it's about a man. I think he's a teacher. I think uh, he like comes out. It's about him coming out. Oh, in and out of the closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, the, that's rude. <laughs> the cover is like the letters are different colors, and then it's a white background with just him. That's what I remember about it. Okay. The cover. Yeah. So it sounds super like a great movie. I don't yeah. think it's held up. Um, I doubt it. 
And then finally he calls Joey the only 16-year-old who needs to find herself. Then, like a drunk ding-dong, he does this whole like, oh, where's Joey? Before like very aggressively kissing her. Yes, publicly and aggressively. Like, where are your parents, Dawson? Like, they're all just sitting here watching this. Stop him. Yes. One, because he's making a fool of himself. Two, because he's very borderline physically assaulting a young girl. Yeah. And And then um, Joy pushes him off and he falls into the cake. Which was funny. (laughs) Yeah. So embarrassing, even for Dawson. (laughs) It's embarrassing all the time. Yeah, he's embarrassing (laughs) on the reg. And the whole cake in the face thing was just the fucking cherry on the cake. Yeah. Icing nice. on the cake, whatever they say. They say they say cherry on they the cake. Say- and if anybody tries to say otherwise, they'll come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um Act Four. It's puking time, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Andy and uh Dawson both swear off alcohol because of how embarrassed they are. <laughs> That's not the last time you'll say that, guys. Uh, trust what, it you, you'll say it often yeah, you'll <laughs> and say guess it what weekend, probably you'll never stick to it you'll never stop saying it <laughs> even when you're in your 30s yeah eh, good for us you know what we're fine look how <laughs> we turned out we're doing a podcast for roughly a dozen listeners yeah so we're great take that we're doing therapists. fine <laughs> i make wishes <laughs> <laughs> I legit make wishes. Oh my god. Am I laughing or crying? Who cares? Whatever. It's, it's all the same. Everyone's laughing and crying at the same I time. I've had to go to a couple different doctors recently because I broke my toe on a table that hasn't moved in four years. So things mm-hmm. are great here. Mm-hmm. And every time they, you know, they ask you like, do you smoke? Do you drink any of that? And every time they've asked me about drinking, I just say, yeah, I, yeah, I drink. I like see the news. Yeah, I'm alive. Of course I drink. It's 2021. What? Like what? <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of the world. Um, out on the porch, Mitch and Gail talk. Uh, Gail is going to take the Explorer back to the dealer because you can get refunds on cars. And it smells like sex. <laughs> yeah, so good luck. <laughs> There's a weird handprint on the... Yeah. Window, so <laughs> um they're gonna take that money and put a down payment on a car and then dawson will have to pay the rest which i think is a very that's reasonable yeah that's what parents should do yeah with jack and joey joey asks why he kissed abby jack says that everyone's been telling him how okay they are with him coming out but abby was saying things that make him that made him feel like he was just like everybody else which i respect your feelings but that's not what Abby was saying. So I don't, I think that's a pretty interesting translation. Right. Yeah. I think you're missing the point of how much Abby sucks. He says that he knew though, when they were kissing that he really is actually gay. He also says that he doesn't want to be known as the Ellen of Cape side. So then I wanted to know, I wanted to look up how long ago Ellen came out. It was like 94, 93. It was 97. Oh my God, that late. Yeah. Ellen came out in Time Magazine on April 14th, 1997. And then her character on the show, Ellen, came out on April 30th, 1997. 
Ellen was the first openly lesbian actress to play an openly lesbian character on TV. Hmm. Yeah. And then, fun fact, as I was looking this up, I was reading a list of LGBTQ firsts by year on Wikipedia. So, you know, who knows? Obviously, very trustworthy. <laughs> um, Rachel Maddow is the first openly gay Rhodes Scholar. Oh my God. I didn't know she was a Rhodes Scholar. That's Me neither, but holy shit. It makes sense because she's very smart. Yes, totally makes sense. So road scholars are people who do their entire education on the road, right? Yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I could be a road scholar. I think so. Well, you got yeah. it. Oh, it's so impressive. You got a car. Yeah, you drove across the country. Like, ooh. Ooh, you had a map. I've done that three times. Nobody gave me any fucking awards. <laughs> What's is a map a um, paper version of a GPS? It, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's weird. It's very cool and throwback. Yeah. I don't really understand what the point of it is. I have a map, but it has a painting on it, and oh, it's framed on my wall. Yeah. So that's what I do with maps now. Take that bad boy down and read it. Drive on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drive with it. Let me step in my map. <laughs> A lot of uh, great TV references today outside of the show that we're talking about. Right, outside of the show that we're talking about. Sorry. So, sorry. Apologies to whoever paused Dawson's Creek, this episode of Dawson's Creek. We're getting very off course. Yeah, we're back. You're in, you should be in act four. I don't know what the time code is, but just kind of catch up. You'll see the fade out, fade in. You'll know the acts. And we're at the beginning of act four, so you're back. Jack and Joey on the porch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Jack says... This we're like coming into a very sad little part right here, so I don't want to be like laughing too hard, but also, yeah, it's fine. Um, we have fun. We have fun. Um, Jack says that the thought of being gay seemed like a very lonely thought, Aww. which is very sad. Very, very sad. Yeah. The A story here, Dawson being drunk, is very embarrassing because of the the songs and air guitar and body glitter. But this, which I guess is the, is the C story. I think is kind of great. Abby's problematic. So like right. putting that aside, this beat with Jack and Joey, I thought was really well done. Like his yeah. honesty about it. And I Very thought that the pointy. acting is aces. Yeah. Especially for the time. It was something that I'm glad that in 1999, young kids saw or teenagers, whoever was watching the show, obviously not me. No, you were too young and I was not allowed to, but. By this time, maybe I was. I was actually allowed to at this point, so that's good for me. Yeah, as an ally. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as someone who's very open-minded and welcoming of others, and I don't know tolerant. if I would have been without this episode. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Who um, knows? Then uh, out on Jen's porch, serial killer Ty is there to break up with Jen. He's like, "Yeah, uh, like Boy, I actually bye. thought that was done." Bye, Ty. See you never. I love that it rhymed. Bye, Ty. My guy. I'm just going through all the things that rhyme, and it's (laughs) overwhelming because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And you looked like you had one more. I wasn't sure where to go with it. It was too much. Too much pressure. You're doing great. (laughs) My next wish, I'll wish to be funnier. (gasps) Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Um, Impossible. Ty says that his whole life has been about the church, and then Jen calls him out for his p- hypocrisy. Um, Ty says that maybe when he deals with his baggage, they can back- get back together. 
<laughs> Which you can't. Also, no. why? Why? Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. The only one who wants that to happen is Grams. Jen tells him that anyone who can make her feel so bad doesn't deserve a second chance. Yes, go off, sis. She is the independent queen we need. Yes. Even now. This is like 2021 energy. She's so ahead of her time. She really is. And I wonder if it has to do with like how she went to school so young. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And became a cardiothoracic surgeon at the age of probably four. (laughs) I'm guessing. She like... (laughs) Couldn't, couldn't pronounce it but she was already she yeah. was like can you hand me the scalpel i need to get into the um and then like a hard medical word but she says it with like a cute kid list. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh, under if you're a doctor figure out the joke for yourself yeah. <laughs> watch a lot of gray's anatomy i couldn't i watch a lot of gray's anatomy i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about um tracheotomies oh uh, yeah tracks tweaks I need to, can I have the scalpel? And then I need to get in there with, we need to do a twinkyotomy. <laughs> I imagine a lot of people have tuned out now. Yeah, no one's listening. <laughs> yeah. Except for Kamala Harris, of course. Well, she loves it. She gives us all the notes. Yeah. Um, uh, and then in his bedroom, Dawson is in head to beige and super sober. Be cool. Before we get into this scene, let's start with a very cool shot, which is over the bed with Dawson and then Joey comes in and the camera like cranes down to kind of go level with that. I liked it. I thought it was kind of fun. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it was neat. Dawson apologizes and Joey who's sitting next to him and like rubbing his hand says that she forgives him and everyone else will too, which is way more forgiving than I would be. Same, but Joey has matured a lot and you really love to see it. I really like where they have taken her character in just these 16 episodes. Yeah. Because this was not, season one, Joey was so like underutilized and underdeveloped, but season two, they really hit the ground running and they were like, let's, we got this great girl right under our noses, right under our schnozzes. <laughs> let's make her great. Let's make her the world's greatest artist. <laughs> and they certainly have. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> yeah, just overnight. Joey says that, their lives are so closely intertwined that it feels like in some ways he invented her, which weird. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it scares her. But now she needs to find out if she can be a whole person without him. Well, this is just like, obviously he's idealizing her so much that it's unhealthy. Completely. And that's the admission of that. Yeah. A hundred percent. He's also like, he tells her, I don't know. It's just very, dismissive of it because he just goes well hurry up because i'm in love with you i'm like relax dude he passes out without getting a chance to hear joey say that she loves him we've seen that before yeah remember when joey passed out when she was drunk and she was like i love you and he was just like oh god (laughs) my how the turntables another (laughs) offers quote thank you market (laughs) i watch too much television because i have no life <laughs> on that peacock app, baby. Hey. I like the peacock app because it lets me choose to be Leslie Note for my little login. Picture. I know I noticed that because I'm obviously um since I am a grown adult, I use Kim's account. Yeah, of course. That's how it works. <laughs> that's how adult works. <laughs> yep, that's how adulting works. You mooch off of everyone else's streaming account. Yeah. I literally pay for zero. That's and fine. 
I have all of the stream accounts and I literally pay for none of them. Perfect. You're doing it right. I know, right? I You're feel like the I've winner. Really won. I feel like I've really won. Uh, and then just like that, it's snowing in Cape Side, which is a callback to the beginning of the episode when Dawson and Joey talk about how they used to make wishes, like you make wishes, um, for the first snowfall of the season. TV snow is my very favorite. Yeah. I get so excited yeah. because Snow Business is my absolute favorite company in the entire world. And I, when I was a tour guide at Warner Brothers, I would talk about Snow, snow Business all the time because it's a great name and there's no business like it. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> truly, it's perfect. Now, I know I've used, I've, we've used Snow Business in shows I've worked on, but do they use like shaved ice or do they use the paper? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Okay. Um, so first of all, this on the Snow Business website lists all their credits and Dawson's Creek is not on here. So I don't know. Oh, so it may not be Snow Business. It's not Snow. I have to assume it's not Snow Business. But uh, here are some fun facts about TV snow. In the early 1900s, it was sometimes made from borax flakes and ammonia because no one valued life, apparently. <laughs> no, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um, and they do, they've used, you know, potato flakes, they've used, um, paper, um, cut up bags are like cut up plastic bags were used for a while. Um, the, the plastic bags thing I know because when I was in college, I was at ER and they were doing a snow scene and I was, it was when everyone was like folding their pants, like cuffing their pants. Mm -hmm. And I came home that day and had like fake snow in my in your cuffs. cuffs yeah yeah yeah. i still have to cuff my pants because i'm five feet tall but now that look is coming back oh great thank god i know um but now there are things like snow cell which snow business actually invented and that's made from recycled paper and i believe is biodegradable which is very cool snow cool cell. man so there we go that's snow and that's dawson's creek season two episode <laughs> 16 be careful what zaz wishes for <laughs> <laughs> next week we're going to talk about season two seven episode 17 psychic friends how'd you know that i'm because you're a psychic yeah nice. nailed it hey kim what's up if anyone wants to talk to you about broken toe recovery mm -hmm. uh, where can they find you on social meds well i have a lot to say about it um my first thing i'd like to say is if you break your toe get an ankle brace <laughs> Because you limp and it really hurts your ankle. Oof. Yeah. So, and also don't break your toe. You can find fun facts like that at, at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. You heard it here first. Don't break your toe. Don't do it. Uh, and Saz, if people want to talk to you about how 10 miles is a marathon, where can they find you? Yeah, I would love to actually talk about running um, at Ashley Zaz on Instagram and the Twitters. And of course, you can find our podcast on Instagram at Dawson's Darlings. And let's not forget our sponsors, Philadelphia Cream Cheese. Thank you so much for all the cream cheese. I thought you were going to say their very famous, famous catchphrase, which is, of course. I forget. I just listened to it on the last episode, though. What is it? <laughs> Philadelphia Cream Cheese. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> Yeah, Tam Olive Garden really lifted that from Philly cream cheese. I, I know. When you're here, you're family. Philly cream cheese. Are, are we going to get sued? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. We have nothing to lose. 
We have nothing to lose. It all comes back around. Thank you and good night.